Ah, it's so nice to be back here at a baseball game. Isn't it great? The smell of hot dogs and beer in the air, the crack of the bat, the pop of the mitt. Oh, baseball, how we've missed you. Well, I suppose we should find our seats. On the ground now! You're not supposed to be here! No fans allowed! But we're just trying to enjoy the game. No fans allowed! Come on, hands behind your back! You two are headed to the clank! Oh, oh shit. shit. Welcome to Frustration Nation, the FN podcast for FN fans of FN sports teams. On this podcast, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host and Chicago fan, Kyle George, and I'm here with my miserable co-host and Detroit fan, Shane Westwood. Shane, what we got going this week? Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Well, the MLB almost let it slip, but just like Slim Shady, baseball is back back again tell a friend <laughs> mom spaghetti <laughs> oh. all right listeners so before we start our traditional vent sesh we just wanted to give you a heads up kyle and i have been talking just about the format of the show and we're going to try a new structure this week uh kind of a little time condensed and also you'll see some new sports themes and effects so let us know what you think Kyle, do you want to explain kind of what our structure and our rules are moving forward? Yeah, so we're pretty excited about this. Uh, I think that this will make the show as a whole uh, more interesting. Uh, we're kind of uh, borrowing some ideas from some other sports shows you may be familiar with on ESPN, especially where there's kind of a, a time limit as to what they're talking about. Um, so what we're going to be doing here is... We have basically three main segments for our main topic. Normally in the past, we've just had a main topic and we just talk about it for however long we feel like. Uh, but this time we have a time limit we have to work within and all of it has to deal with sports. So our we'll always have like one bigger topic and that is going to be our five minute major. So if you're a hockey fan, you know what that is. But if you're not in hockey, uh, depending on the severity of the penalty you commit, you can be given up to five minutes in the penalty box, and that's known as a five-minute major. So uh, our first main section is going to be five minutes long. It's going to be a five-minute major, and for each of these, we are truly timing it. Um, uh, then after that, we have the two-minute warning. And then to conclude uh, the segment, we and, and the two-minute warning will be like kind of a smaller side topic. So our main topic will be more of the five-minute major. The two-minute warning will be more of a side topic. And then the, to finish it off, um, each of us are going to have a 24-second shot clock uh, with a buzzer at the end to kind of give our final thoughts on what was talked about. So so the thing that will be nice is, like, in the past, we've had some section – we've had some times where we talk for, like, 
40 minutes about the main topic and it's just really long and we get it um and so we're taking all of that and condensing this into like eight minutes long so it's gonna be a lot faster i think it'll be a lot more interesting and we're going we're going to do the best we can to try to cut ourselves off uh even mid thought to try to start the timer for the next section um so it'll probably just a fair warning it'll probably take some different times going through it definitely there'll be kinks to work out but we're we'll figure it out and oh and the last thing is uh we're hoping to eventually whether it's actual sponsors we have or other people we're working with announcements maybe we have or maybe a uh even a a fun fictional advertisement we're planning on a randomly having 30 second media timeouts introduced that would include um that that would be included somewhere in the middle of the segment so you can look for that as well all right kyle with that being said as we continue this episode we go to something that isn't changing which is our weekly vent sesh use your aggressive feelings boy let the heat flow through you well what i'm pretty mad about this week uh mainly today is my phone um my i i have an iphone 7 which it it sounds fancy when i say iphone but then when i say 7 it doesn't sound as fancy because <laughs> there's the 8 and the 10 and the 11 and the ones that have like s's or x's at the end mm-hmm. too and the r's at the end all the ones that make it sound fancy mine is not but Last summer, I upgraded from an iPhone 6 to an iPhone 7. Last summer, last August. And already, I'm a year into this phone. And to, and over the past couple of weeks, I've had like a random, a few random days where it would just like, I would click on an app and it would like open and then close right away on me or it'd be like all black or hmm. frozen and I couldn't do anything in it. And it would take like multiple times of me restarting my phone to kind of get it back to working normal. I've restarted it probably a dozen times and it has never returned back to normal. <laughs> so currently my phone is sitting dead in my house. I'm going to let it sit overnight dead and hope tomorrow, uh, like Jesus on Easter Sunday, it will <laughs> rise Res- again. Resurrect. <laughs> yes. It's a miracle. Yeah. yeah. What are you mad about, Shane? <laughs> Mine is also technology related but uh listeners as you may know i yeah record here at my office it's kind of my temporary recording studio until i get something set up at home but at work today we um i was working on the end of the building where we load the trucks and everything and i was standing by the big open door and get i got that feeling which i've had one other time where it's like you can feel the static in the air your hair the hair on the back of your neck kind of stands up and it was right after it rained really hard were your were your knees weak and palms sweaty <laughs> there was vomit on my sweater already <laughs> yeah staying on theme with that but uh yeah it just kind of this feeling you know like a, the static from a balloon kind of when you bring it close to your skin 
and right as that was happening, huge bright flash of light that was like blinding and huge thunder clap that was like painful to your ears, like super close, you could tell. And apparently it hit our building because since then, this is like 3.30, the building is still has no internet, phones are down, and we lost power for a second. It's just our building basically was destroyed by lightning. <laughs> and so Kyle and I were joking before we started recording. It's just always something with me on the technology side of things. But fortunately, our voice recording and editing software doesn't need internet. So fortunately, yep. you're still getting Shane talking into his mic. Yep. The show must go on. So yeah, we'll right. <laughs> yeah find a way to yeah work around it. So. Yeah, that's my event, though, this week. That's a five-minute major to both hosts for unnecessary frustration. Well, baseball is back. Uh, they are going to start July 23rd to 24th, and it's going to be a 60-game season. So I'm so I'm, – yeah. I've got to give applause. Baseball is back. I'm so pumped for that. Uh, and already July 1st, they agreed, the players agreed to report to their stadiums. Uh, unlike, and it's going to be for like a new spring training. Um, unlike real spring training, they're not going to go to Arizona or Florida. Mm -hmm. They're just going to go to their at home stadiums. So, uh, for example, the Cubs will do their training at Wrigley Field, Tigers, their training at Comerica Park, so on and so forth for all 30 teams. Um, they're going to start the season with a 30-man roster, and then after a, I don't remember, a certain amount of games, they're going to drop down to 28, and then down to 26. 26 was the most recent agreed-upon roster size, according to the CBA. Um, so with 30 men, the idea kind of is, as the coronavirus is still a stronger threat, it will provide more flexibility especially as players test positive which inevitably they will mm -hmm. uh because as of now if they test positive they have that whole two-week window where they have to kind of sit out and apparently i don't really see the necessity the necessity for this but they're going to have a uh separate injured list for covid cases i don't know if that's just going to be hmm. for the media to keep track of that better or what but interesting um yeah the thing that a lot of people are curious about is like, what if you get, you know, a significant amount, like what, what if you have 15 of your 30, 28 or 26 man roster that have tested positive mm -hmm. and maybe they don't all test positive at once, but over that two week span, there's 15 of them that test positive. Then you're at some point during that two weeks, you're going to have more than half your roster absent. Mm -hmm. And Right now, the plan is they're going to have a 30-man like secondary roster that's going to be stationed at another nearby facility Okay. Uh, that will just be training, and that'll essentially act as the minor leagues, and that team, as other players get contract coronavirus and sit out as needed, they'll call up players from that secondary roster, and I'm guessing as players leave the secondary roster, they'll bring up more players from... Mm -hmm maybe other areas i don't know will there um, be minor league games happening this year or no do you know i i don't think minor league baseball has been approved there's different hmm. independent leagues that have been approved there's an okay. independent league actually near, here in chicago called the chicago dogs that's a team i don't know what league they're in but they actually just got approved to have fans in the stadiums too um 
starting on July 7th. Wow. They're not a sponsor, but there you go. <laughs> um, so really, I think this whole roster conundrum is the most interesting piece to baseball returning. Um, and probably the most interesting thing going forward will be which players choose to report mm-hmm. and which players choose to sit out the season due to coronavirus concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of player, a lot of big profile players that are like recent fathers. Mike Trout is an expected father. Uh, Chris Bryant just became a father. Yep. Like there's big names that have f- young families or families that could be in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big, uh, a couple other quick notes. Uh, the playoffs we had talked at one point. We're going to expand to 16 teams, but they've decided uh, they've agreed upon returning to the traditional, which is just 10 teams, Aww. which I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed about because 16 teams would have been really interesting. I would have loved that. And in a year where you're only playing 60 games and it's so uh, just challenging and so different, so unexpected what will happen, it would have been nice to have that flexibility, I guess. Mm hmm. Uh, the trade deadline is going to move from July 31st to August 31st, which means that if you trade for a player, you'll have them for one month only, hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then the biggest, the last piece of debate really is that the NL is going to officially have the designated hitter, which not only will create 15 new jobs, um, but in theory will make things more interesting in in the game. Yep. Um, there's a whole bunch of other rules we unfortunately don't have time to get to in our five-minute major. Maybe we'll get to it at another point, uh, but that's a lot of that. So uh, <laughs> the, I guess the biggest piece of emphasis here is just the rosters and how those are going to be changing as things uh, as people contract coronavirus, and hopefully we'll get baseball off the ground. All right, so on this week's two-minute warning, our next topic is that Martha Ford has stepped down as the Lions' principal owner, whatever that wow. means. But she's like 94 years old. Uh, the team has said for a little while that there was a succession plan in place. We just didn't know when that would happen. Uh, my first thought is obviously wishing her the best. I hope there's no serious health news or concerns. Uh, but her daughter, Sheila Ford, will be taking over the general operations i guess you would say uh the responsibilities of owner so a lot of lions fans are kind of i think blowing this out of proportion saying this might be huge for them it's still staying in the same family sheila realistically has probably already been running the team for a while Uh, she's been kind of on the board on the team uh, working with her mom so i don't know how big of a story this is as far as how it affects the team realistically but it is a newer, younger face at the the top of the franchise. So, um, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if anything looks different. But, yeah, Kyle, what are your thoughts on that? Um, my first thought is that her name is Martha Firestone Ford. Yeah, that's a monopoly right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Covering the whole car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... I, I kind of feel that way about the Bears too. Like Virginia McCaskey is the owner, right? Mm-hmm. But her her son, no grandson, George McCaskey, is the one who's like running everything. Yeah. And so similarly, like if she steps down and she gave it over to him or whatever, it'd be pretty much the same scenario. Yeah. Just 
the Bears don't have quite as much of a failing history as the Fords do. Yeah, and a negative history. So, I mean, maybe it changes. Maybe she has full control now and she's able to make some big moves. We'll see, but uh, I don't expect much. So for my 24-second shot clock, I just want to emphasize again, I'm super excited for baseball to be back. I I wore my Cubs jersey loud and proud today just walking around where I, wherever I was. Super excited. Uh, I can't wait to even just see like spring training clips at the field. And uh, regarding Martha Ford, I mean, I hope that she can enjoy her retirement. I will just say I am shocked that baseball is back. Obviously, I'm excited. It's a good surprise. I did not think there was any chance we would still have baseball. As time has went on, we've even said in our show, I've been becoming less and less confident. Good on you, baseball. Good work. I can't wait for it to be back, whatever that looks like. Uh, let's just let's play ball. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that new format for us kind of talking about the news that's going on with sports. Um, but that brings us to our first segment today. Uh, we haven't done it in a couple weeks, but we're excited to do a new segment of Draft Days. With the uh, third choice in the 2002 draft, the Detroit Lions suggest, select Joey Harrington, quarterback from Oregon. With the second pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Mitchell Trubisky. Things just got interesting. All right. In this segment, we build the best roster we can from a draft class of any topic, sports or not. Debate and discussion will ensue. It's summer, which means people are road tripping, which means fast food. Our goal today will be to draft the best Summer Olympics track and field team we can from the fast food restaurants selections. A poll will also be up on social media so you can vote which roster is better. So the different events that we are drafting uh, for are going to be hurdles, pole vault, long jump, shot put, the relay, which I'll explain in a second, 100 meters, and the marathon. So for the relay, we're calling it, to kind of tie in the fast food theme, we're tying in, we're calling it the two for two, or like two for two dollar. And, you know, a relay, obviously, you have usually a team of four, and they're passing the baton one to the next to run, I think it's either 400 or 1,000 meter, I'm not sure. Anyway, so the relay, when we get to the relay, we're going to be choosing two uh, fast food uh restaurants so again just to specify these are restaurants we're drafting not necessarily like a specific food item from those restaurants yeah you can incorporate food items into your uh your justification for your pick but yeah for sure all right so shane would you like to flip a coin i would but my internet's down oh yeah <laughs> so i can't gotcha. even flip my virtual coin all right ready shane call it in the air tails it is tails. Cool. All right. So Shane will start unless he wants to trade. Ooh, interesting. Listeners, uh, Shane and I just had a discussion. And just so you all know, the relay two for two is going to be exclusively at the end. 
and Shane and I will each be picking back-to-back picks. Cool. All right. For my first pick, I already know who I want, but I'm trying to figure out what they're they're best gifted at as far as where I want them on the team. Hmm, interesting. I'm going to put Burger King Mm. as my marathon runner. And the reason for that is I, I got to pick Burger King first because as far as like cheap fast food places, it's my favorite. And I've stuck with them for a long time. Uh, they've been a go-to for a long time. And with this being a long race, it's something that I'm not going to get burned out on. It's something that it's not like you have it once and you don't want to have it again for a long time. You know, I think this is something I can stick with for the long haul. And that's why he's going to be running my marathon. Very nice. Oh, for my pick, um, I'm kind of in a similar boat. Like, I know who I want to pick. It's just more of figuring out where they fit into my track and field team. Mm. Uh, So, uh, my selection is McDonald's. And I'm going to select McDonald's for the pole vault. The reason for this is quite simple. McDonald's has those very long, crispy fries. And I can only imagine... Ronald McDonald with his big clown shoes running down the track with a giant crispy fry in his hand, <laughs> digging it down in the sand and pole vaulting over <laughs> and winning the gold medal. <laughs> what a vivid The picture. Golden Arches medal. Oh, very nice. That's a solid pick. I mean, uh, personally, I don't think it's overrated. I think everyone knows what they're getting for McDonald's. I'm, it's not yeah. a big favorite of mine, but it is a classic and I have to give it respect. All right, this puts me back on the clock for my second pick. I'm going, in my mind, I'm going a bunch of different directions. So I've already, we each picked like a classic burger place. So I'm thinking like other, I wouldn't say genres, like categories of food. (laughs) What would you call that? Other just... Uh, Cuisines. Other, yeah, what's the word for it? There's a word for like... Uh, Ethnicity? Yeah, that's... (laughs) Kind of. Other, I guess just categories. <laughs> I don't, there's a, <laughs> there's a word for it, but uh, just other types of foods. Uh, all right. I'm going to go. Hmm. At, I'm going to go for my pole vaulter now too, like you did. And I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. Nice. And that's because obviously chickens fly and so get get some elevation it seems like a natural sport and i wanted to pick chick-fil-a quickly because obviously it's a great restaurant it's uh yeah good customer service good food one of my favorite places as long i'd have to research and see as long as we're not holding this event on a sunday because i've heard they don't like to show up uh but yeah if we're holding it any other day of the week you can always get a consistent performance from chick-fil-a yeah, you, you actually, Chick-fil-A was who I was going to pick for my the hmm. first part of my relay because I know that they can't finish the entire week. And I figured yep. they could hand off the baton of fast food service to another person. It's oh, a good but thought. Yeah. It's a good pick. Part of the reason I picked them there, I didn't think they'd last that long until I feel like, yeah, because we're oh. picking those last. So, um, yeah. yeah, Chick-fil-A at number two for me. Okay. Um, for... Dang it, why do I keep doing that? I keep like touching my mouse in a weird way. 
What? <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> Uh, what did I tell you about not on the podcast? <laughs> uh, okay, I am. Oh, this is really tough. All right, here's the deal. I'm going to choose with Kyle's second pick and the fourth overall pick of the fast food draft. Kyle selects Taco Bell Oof. to run my 100 meters. Um, because 100 meters is about how far I have to run to get Taco Bell, and yeah. 100 meters is about how long I can run before I no longer have Taco Bell in me. <laughs> 100 meters is about as far as ways you can go from a bathroom safely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. nonetheless, uh, I love Nachos Bel Grande. Mm. I love the Chalupas. Mm. I love the five-layer burrito. Oh, Yeah. Beefy five layer burrito mm. and uh, Yokiero Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I'll admit I was going to take them with my next pick. Yeah, that's, that's a good pick. I had a different selection and I was like, I don't think Shane's as likely to take this as Taco Bell. And I really wanted Taco Bell on my list. So that's I knew pick. I had to take it. Well, I'll say I was considering taking them for hurdles, thinking like, the explosive <laughs> reaction oh, yeah, could give you some elevation. <laughs> the, so that's yeah. what I was going to go next round. So I have to rethink what I was doing. Um, all right. So I'm back on the clock for my third pick, number five overall. I am going to select Culver's. Mm, Culver's is a good choice. And I'm putting them at 100 meters. So with Culver's, um, I feel like 100 meters is just an overall, you need a strong athlete in that position. And uh, Culver's isn't, I don't know how national of a chain it is. It kind of seems like it's more of a regional thing. So I don't know that yeah. that it has the like the the long distance reach that I needed from a marathon runner with Burger King. Uh, but over like a shorter area, a shorter distance, it's very effective. And uh, just one of my favorite places. And again, I picked them kind of just the overall skill set. Uh, not that they're necessarily stronger at this than they are at anything else, but uh, just an athlete I wanted to make sure I get in this round. Yeah. And if you want a, <clears throat> a white cheese looking racist Wisconsinite <laughs> as your runner, then that you got that in Culver's. <laughs> yeah, I will say I've never pictured a Wisconsinite as – a, a, a track athlete <laughs> not you don't see a lot of track athletes in the in the stands at they're definitely Green Bay more of games. a shot put type of uh, you, you're right body. you're right yeah that's <laughs> may have been a bad choice yeah <laughs> but with culver's being the only good thing to ever come out of wisconsin um i just thought i'd give them some respect agreed door county is also very nice they do have some good beers that's true i mean cheese yeah, and so I guess there are lots of good things, just nothing football-related. Yeah, or baseball. Or sports. For my shot put, I am going to select local favorite Portillo's. Mm. Uh, because around here, around these here parts, Portillo's <laughs> really does the heavy lifting uh, in terms of fast food service. Uh, the line is always way too long but it is it's, crazy yeah. 
always it, I've never had my order incorrect and I've never been really disappointed with what I've been given from Portillo's. Um, and this is a public service announcement for anybody who's getting married soon, um, which I know is a lot of our listeners, I'm sure. Uh, but you can get you can get a Portillo's cheese fountain at your wedding for catering. Like to dip pretzels in or something or what? No, so like have you ever you've had their cheese fries, right? Yeah. Oh, so you just dip the fries like a fondue well, thing. Well, in my opinion, they're the best cheese fries I still have ever had. Hmm. I freaking love their cheese fries. And a lot of people, at least in the Chicago area, share that opinion. And you can get instead of a chocolate fountain, just a cheese fountain. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if I'm <laughs> disgusted or turned on. <laughs> does it does that fit your keto diet, Shane? It does not. <laughs> a cheese fountain? <laughs> With fries. No. Good pick. Yeah, that's one where... Okay, so just really quickly on Portillo's. Yeah, it's obviously a Chicago thing. I live in northwest Indiana. We do have one nearby. So I've actually been there quite a bit. And like Kyle said, it's great place, great food. I've only ever eaten inside. Do you do drive through or do you go inside? I've done drive through pickup and eat inside. Because the drive through just seems insane every time I go there. They, In my experience, it always seems insane when you first get there mm. but they keep it moving pretty quickly okay kind of like chick-fil-a so, who i picked their drive through is yeah. always super full but it's more efficient than a lot of places so yeah okay. yep that makes sense all right hmm. hmm i would also just love to shot put into a big vat of portillo's cheese that's on the bucket the ball list. Clean. <laughs> oh, it's gross. <laughs> That's not even as a joke. Like I'm no, saying, I, I know. cheese is so that good. <laughs> it's funny. I always get the Italian beef there. Oh yeah. Do you get it dipped? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Do okay. You get hot peppers or sweet peppers, which are an upcharge. Sweet. If I'm getting either, sometimes I won't get any. But uh-huh. like, uh, yeah, I'll go sweet if I get peppers. So. Do you like Chicago dogs? I don't know. I mean, I've only had it like once, but I like the the dogs they have like with the seeds on the bun and everything. But I don't like yeah. Chicago style with the pickles and everything. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like mustard or? Yeah, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, it's all right. You just don't like all the other stuff. Yeah, it's just the pickles. A lot of people and, isn't a relish too, right? Yeah, do you want me to run it through? So yeah, <laughs> it's it's an all beef hot dog on a poppy seed bun, which I like both yellow, of those a lot. Yellow mustard, yep. celery, salt. Yep. Uh, it's sweet relish, a slice, a, a spear of dill pickle, uh, chopped raw onion, uh, usually a half a tomato slice, mm-hmm. and sport peppers, which. I don't really know how to explain them other than they, they're they kind of an Italian. They're like pepperoncini kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. They're kind of like a, like a mini version of pepperoncini. Okay, which I like a lot but of they're that. They're a little spicier. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like it's just, I feel like it's doing too much. Yeah, I feel like it's almost too much to have on one thing. No offense, Chicago, but um, yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, I I understand why people don't like it, but yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, the main things though is I'm not a fan of raw onions on anything, which I, that is a normal thing they have on hot dogs, but it's just me personally. But the pickle spear is just it's too much pickle to have a whole pickle spear for me. But dude, when we go, whenever it is that you and I have a chance to go to uh, Wrigley, mm-hmm. there's I'd have to find it when we go there because I can't picture it exactly in my mind, but there's a few different vendors there that have these either bratwurst or italian sausages you can get and they have yeah it well and then they'll ask you like do you want grilled onions on it and you obviously say yes yeah and it's not like a few grilled onions it's like a ton of grilled onions i like grilled onions a lot i just can't do the raw onions it's just too much so yeah all right cool um good talk i really like as we're going through this just talking about the restaurants (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is our this is our yelp draft <laughs> yeah <laughs> all of these are sponsors <laughs> okay yeah we're um, getting paid a million dollars for this episode <laughs> by each place <laughs> yeah this is whole episode's one big ad <laughs> um <laughs> this one i select next is for shot put it's my fourth right. pick number seven overall i select arby's and the reason for that I like Arby's a lot. Two reasons that I picked them for shots put specifically. They're Jamocha shakes, which if you haven't had one, had it. Oh, they're amazing. They're like <laughs> It has a coffee flavor that's not super strong, but it's kind of a strong flavor for a shake. So as a shot putter, you need something strong. The main reason I picked them, though, is they're famous curly fries. And mm-hmm. if you've seen shot putt, you know that they have to spin in circles to get momentum. So oh, yeah. the the circular shape of the fries, it kind of represents the motion for shot putt. And so it's a natural fit, perfect selection, Arby's at shot putt. Very nice. Well, for my next pick, I'm going to select Dunkin' Donuts to mm. do my hurdles. Now, I see this in a few ways here. Um, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, first of all, I'm a big fan of their coffee. And you can look at their coffee as the thing that gets me over the hurdle of the early morning. Um, But the other thing about Dunkin' Donuts is kind of going off what you said, uh, what your logic was with Taco Bell, is that if you eat enough of their donuts or breakfast sandwiches and coffee because... I don't know about you. This might be a little TMI, listeners, but I'm one of those people that if I drink like too much coffee early in the morning, it's the caffeine. Don't eat anything else or drink anything else. Yeah, yep. I just have to poop like crazy. Yep. So, gets me over the hurdles in multiple ways. Um, <laughs> but Dunkin' Donuts does the job. Well, Dunkin' Donuts is actually quite an athlete. If you've been to baseball games or like basketball or anything where they have up on the screen, you see items racing. Dunkin' Donuts yeah. is yeah quite a track they athlete. In fact, America runs on Duncan. Very good point. Yeah, yep. this. Yeah, that's a very strong pick. Yeah, thank you. All right, <clears throat> man. I should have picked that for the marathon because I could have said America runs on Duncan and Duncan ru- runs on America, and it could have been like ooh, like a new slogan. Yeah. <laughs> I think that works though, because obviously hurdles you're running, so I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll say right now, like as I'm thinking here, I'm on the clock for my fifth pick, number nine overall. 
I've already picked Chick-fil-A, and a lot of the items that I think are strong picks at this point are chicken restaurants. But I want to be more diversified in my skill sets with this. I still need hurdles and long jump before we get to the relay. Um, I'm going to select... Mm, I know who I want to select, but I don't know that it makes sense for either one of these. I'm going to select Sonic. And I'm putting them at... Long Jump. Uh, Sonic's one of my favorite places, and... I think you said that about every place you drafted. <laughs> All these places <laughs> sound so good right now. <laughs> uh, but I guess the reason I didn't know whether to put them on long jump or long jump or hurdles, uh, I guess what stuck in my mind is how far away uh, Sonic is from me right now. I don't know where the closest one is, but it's like an hour away last time I looked. So nice. it's a long jump right now from me to a Sonic, yeah. and I've wanted to go there really badly. Like anytime I go back to Michigan... I would go there but when my parents lived in Michigan, I'd go to Sonic. And now they don't live in Michigan anymore, and so I haven't been to a Sonic in forever. And uh, it's unfortunate, but, yeah, I'm putting them at long jump. Well, I have long jump and marathon that I still need to fill in, and I've selected my long jump, and that is Panda Express. Oh, dang it. I wanted them. And the main reason for that is because Panda Express is a long jump from real Chinese food. Oh, take that back. <laughs> no, I mean, it's I true. I won't take it back. I've <laughs> been to China. Thank you very much. Have you really? I never knew that. I have, yeah. We did, we adopted my little sister from China, and we yeah. were able to go. Oh, that's cool. Cause my, I gra- my grandma paid for us to go. So. That's really cool. I knew you had adopted her from there, but I didn't, didn't know yeah. you were able to go there while she was there. That's cool. And I have the best memory because I'm the oldest in my family, and I was 14 when we went. Oh, so you still remember everything, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very vividly. And it was, it was the coolest part, honestly, was we went in October of 2008. Mm-hmm. And only two months before that was the Summer Olympics in Beijing. And oh, so that was cool. There was a lot of like Olympic stuff kind of left over hmm. around the city and around other areas of China, but primarily in Beijing. We only spent a couple days there, but. That's really anyway. cool. I never knew that. I know this might sound kind of like snooty to say but like real chinese food is definitely better (laughs) as someone who's been to china (laughs) i mean no it's for real though obviously (laughs) the authentic is going to be way different so that's cool it's not the authentic i mean and i guess maybe this you could view this as a negative but the authentic is nowhere near as fried as american chinese food which is the Mm. most american thing ever (laughs) just (laughs) take 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 any country's food and fry it yeah deep fry it. (laughs) make our own bastardized deep fried version of other countries food yep (laughs) but like it still tastes obviously really good without the fry like however they cook it there anyway hmm and I do really like Panda Express, but yeah, obviously it's not very authentic. Yeah, we really like Panda Express too. And honestly, the reason we go there is more because right now, my wife and I are the only ones that are really eating it, right? Like we, yeah. our toddler eats some of it and our infant doesn't eat any of it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if we were to order out from a Chinese place, usually to get the different entrees I want, you're getting like a huge container. Right. And you're going to spend like 50 bucks to get the different entrees you want and everything. Where there you can get like three different ones on a plate or whatever. Yeah. You can more individualize it. True. To fit what you want. So. it's a good point. 
The Beijing beef is very good. I am always willing to pay the upcharge for that walnut shrimp thing they have. I've never had that. It's but very there's good. This Chinese, there's this Chinese place near me that not, it's not Panda, but they have a honey walnut. Yep. Or no, is it yeah, honey walnut chicken? Ooh. And it's good. It, my I always liked it, but I'm always been more of a savory guy than sweet. Yeah. Um, my dad freaking loves. That's like the only Chinese dish he eats. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Dude, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> this draft was a bad idea. Uh, so I just have hurdles left before I we get to our, our relay, which is like the Indian, like a separate mm-hmm. thing. Um, so there's a classic one that hasn't been picked yet that I'm think, yeah. considering picking now. Um, hmm. I'm honestly kind of... I mean, maybe you have future plans for this, but I'm kind of disappointed in you that you didn't pick Long John Silver's for the long jump. Well, I, we'll get into it, but okay, I, okay, I, I refuse to take Long John Silver's for anything. I have a personal vendetta against them. And so you're not going to take them at all? No, they're not. On, oh, okay. They're not on my draft board. Man, and I I don't really want to take them, but I want to take them just to hear you talk about. If them. we don't take, if neither of us take them at the end of this episode, like at the end of the segment, I'm gonna rant about long down silver and say okay, okay, what, what this is one that wasn't picked but i personally wanted to say something about long john silver. <laughs> okay, so either way i'm going to talk about it um okay i'm going to select for hurdles wendy's nice and it's a classic it's Maybe surprising it's still left on the board at this point. I used to be a much bigger fan of theirs than I am now. And it's not like anything bad happened. I think other ones just kind of passed them up in my mind. Uh, but I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I've never Shane's had... have seeing other people now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just outgrew them. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I mean, it's good food. It's pretty basic. I just feel like it's a not quite as good version of Burger King. Uh, Would you say Wendy is a basic white girl? <laughs> basic redheaded white girl. Yeah. I guess part of the reason I picked them for hurdles is she must have had to overcome so many hurdles in a um, men mascot dominated fast food world. Um, it, I was going to say it was just her and the Dairy Queen. Yeah. Which do they even have like a mascot? I don't ever seen. I don't anything. think I've ever seen a picture of the Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's more of a, yeah. A metaphorical. Yeah, I was gonna queen. say like a, <laughs> yeah, metaphorical or like a, I don't know, an abstract queen or <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, and also the hurdles are kind of if you watch track, it's like it's got the stand and everything, and then it's kind of a square shaped thing you jump over, and with the square shaped patties at Wendy's, uh, maybe that's a fit that'll help. So yeah, we'll see how Wendy does on the hurdles. All right, for my marathon. I am selecting Kentucky Fried Chicken. Ooh. AKA KFC. Now, there might be some people out there that would be consider themselves um, perhaps Popeye's apologists, or mm-hmm. maybe you have other fried chicken locations. Chick fil A. Uh, I mean,. I mean, not that's not fried chicken in the same sense. Oh, you're saying like where you can get a bucket of chicken or whatever. Yeah, bucket. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm honestly most partial to my local Jewel Osco, not a sponsor, uh, mm-hmm. but that's a 
if you're unfamiliar, if you're an out-of-town listener, that's a primarily Chicago area grocery store. And anyway, they have really good fried chicken. Hmm. And you can get a bucket. You can get a family meal. It's a bucket, and you get two pounds of potatoes for 12 bucks. Oh, it's not bad. No, it's great. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, um, honestly, like grocery store delis are some of the best places to get chicken normally. Yep. Um, but I'm selecting Kentucky Fried Chicken here for my marathon um, because, for me, I can eat as much, pretty much as much chicken as I want, uh, and I am very full from it. And there's still leftovers going into the next day, usually from the bucket that we order. Uh, so hmm. uh, that is why Kentucky Fried Chicken is my marathon. Very true. Yeah, good. All right, Shane. So that brings us to the relay. So, again, this is two for two. So, Shane will have two back-to-back picks to finalize his roster. Okay. Um, I see right, his so, cursor by A&W. <laughs> so, here's my thought. <laughs> uh, I'm picking two. You had already done Dunkin' Donuts, and that kind of got me thinking, like, drink-themed places. My thought with a relay is when I approach a meal, I think of, like, what's the drink and what's the food? And I always have some of the drink before I have the food. So I'm going to go some kind of like drink focused place first. And then I'm going to transition on the second part of the relay to whatever the main food will be. Okay. So I am going to go A and W for the first leg of the relay. And then I'm going to go Popeye's to finish it out. Um, I do think <sighs> some people may hate <laughs> that I pick Chick-fil-A and Popeye's both. But I don't think you need to pick one or the other. I know there's the the great chicken sandwich debate of 2019. Uh, I think it was I never got around to the Popeyes one. Have you, you never had it? The sandwich? Yeah. No. I I think, and I like Chick Fil A a lot. Chick Fil A has better sides, as far as like their fries are better than any side that Popeyes has. But just the sandwich on its own merits is better at Popeyes. Um, and so. Yeah, Popeyes is kind of like what you said with KFC, talking about a marathon. You can always get plenty of food. It's a good, fulfilling meal, a good way to finish this off. Um, and like I said, A&W, root beer. Uh, I don't even need to get any food from there. <laughs> Their food's honestly kind of mediocre. But if I can start off any relay or any meal with an A&W root beer, that's a strong start in my mind. That is a good point. Um, real quick, Popeyes, had, to be honest with you, at the first time I had it was when we came to your house for the Bears Lions. Oh, you hadn't had it before that? Because I remembered we got it for that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good, but I've never been impressed with it. Because Popeyes is the blandest of the fried chicken places that I've had. Yeah, I, I mean, like, anything I've had from Popeyes that's really flavorful is because, like, you get the sauces or whatever. Their sauces are actually, like, pretty strong and flavorful. But, yeah, just the chicken itself is way blander than uh, even, like, KFC, honestly. Oh, KFC's – I love KFC. Yeah. And the and Jules Chicken yeah. is has very much a KFC flair to it which is why I like it so much. Hmm. Um, the Popeye's one, I've never found a single thing that I've been, that I've, uh, I like the, I like its crunchiness. It's by far the crunchiest chicken I've had. That's true. Yeah. But other than that, 
I have no interest, and I would always pick flavor over crunchiness. One thing you do need to try is their chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich is so far above anything else I've ever had from Popeyes that I would honestly, okay. I would re- instead of, I never want to go there and get like a whole meal and mac and cheese and all this stuff. Hannah likes it a lot, but like I would always pick something else over it. But if I was only, are they get, still selling the sandwich? They, I know, you know they were short for forever, but I think right. they should kind of be back to normal now. Um, okay, but if you well, can ever get a sandwich out. from there, like what? even if you don't get anything else, just get a sandwich. It's really good. What? What's the like the one? If we only get one side, what's the side we should get? <clears throat> Their mac and cheese is okay, but it's it's not any better than any mac and cheese you get from a deli or anything. Their fries are decent. Um, they're just kind of like a seasoned. Uh, I don't know. They're kind of seasoned, like a you know, like our the Arby's fries a little bit, like that kind of seasoning yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so they're okay uh i like that seasoning but yeah like if you guys were gonna all go out together and get it it's like popeyes to me isn't like somewhere i would go get a dinner for everybody it's like if you're on if you're getting lunch and all you want is one item just a quick easy lunch and just want to get a sandwich yeah it's worth trying it it's really good huh all right i appreciate the uh (laughs) we appreciate the support now get out there and frustrate the (laughs) frustrate the chicken yeah. <laughs> All right. So for my relay, I'm going to choose White Castle and Long John Silver. I'm just Oh my god. I, I could not do that. I would that'd be torture to myself. I hate both of those places with a passion. <laughs> I've never eaten at either place, listeners, for with with a good reason. I've never heard basically anybody compliment either place. So oh. I've never gone there. Okay. I need to personally, I need to do you want me to wait till after your picks? Because I have something I need to say about Long John Silver's. Go, go for it. So you're not picking them, you said, right? No, I'm, I'm not selecting them. Okay, uh, just very quickly, <laughs> so that way Shane can get his, have his time. I'm going to select for the first leg of my relay. I'm going to select Hardee's, also Ooh. known as Carl's Jr., uh, because I've always been impressed with the size of their burgers and their meals. I really like them yep there's not really any near me i've only ever had them really on road trips but i really like hardy's hmm. um and the second part of my relay is a place that i recently just mentioned and that is dairy queen Ooh. and they will have a nice sweet a cool sweet finish uh to kind of finish that out for us uh it'll be really rewarding hmm. to end that relay with a blizzard yeah and you kind of had the same thought of me, like, end it on a dessert item, like, kind of planning this almost like a meal. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, uh, Shane, I know you have feelings about Long John Silver and White Castle. Okay, yeah, this could almost be like a vent sesh or like a separate segment. <laughs> <laughs> Just slamming different restaurants. Or, for, or our next segment is UF an Idiot. time for uf an idiot every other week we select an absolute moron from the past two weeks in sports and shout about them in this segment here we go so shane this is kind of related to the last segment but who is your f an idiot 
Okay, so I guess I wasn't planning to go this way on FN Idiot, but I just got so upset thinking about both of these places. So my FN Idiot is anyone who supports or eats at either Long John Silver's or White Castle. These two absolute dumps personify everything wrong with American cuisine. There must be like a secret society of people who are keeping these establishments open. Or it's maybe I've had theories before that they're connected to some kind of underground gambling ring or a money laundering scheme because there's no way that enough people like this food to keep these places open. There's never anybody in the driveways. I don't know how these places continue to keep their doors open. Do you think if it's if it's related to like underground gambling? Do you think like James Jordan stopped at a Long John Silver's <laughs> on his on his way home? We should have asked Tony Gill when he was on. Yeah, I I <laughs> Did you come across any information about Long John Silver's in your research? <laughs> because I have a conspiracy theory. <laughs> okay, so these places are definitely connected with deaths in the past, whether it's his or not. People have definitely died from eating <laughs> at these places. So I've eaten, I'm ashamed to admit, at both before. Not regularly and not willingly. <laughs> these places are hell holes that should be avoided at all costs. Okay, so Long John Silver's. Okay, I love seafood. Like real seafood. Fish, shrimp. Long John Silver's is the worst form of battered greasy seafood you can find it's barely recognizable and it's probably like the fish they have that, and i've never eaten so i can't really speak to it but i bet the fish they have that, like all of the meat is probably like this pink goop that they like squeeze out of a bag yeah if you go they, there and you order fish there's like two shapes you can get it's like chicken nuggets <laughs> you get the same shape every time it's like i know yeah, the fish true. are at least slightly different <laughs> you know and it's just unrecognizable as anything that's ever even been close to water. So you know how like if you deep fry something, you get like the crispy breading or whatever, uh, like yeah. even on chicken we talked about. So Long John's, what they do is when you, they give you this box with this battered breaded fish, whatever this is, it's got like these little crumbly pieces of batter and the whole box is filled with them. Just little like dumplings of batter with nothing inside of them. It's like just this big greasy Do they pile. Is like a separate side? I mean, the people who go there would probably like intentionally. Can you do they advertise like you can buy that? Just Cuz I could just batter. <laughs> I'm people would buy that. I there probably would be and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like anything that's greasy enough to soak through a cardboard like chicken box is too greasy. It's just disgusting. And then White Castle, I don't even know what their main foods are. I know they have burgers, obviously, but they have something. My wife likes these, and I just... Sliders. I can't... I can't... Yeah, the sliders. Uh, I don't know how my wife likes this, but they have chicken rings. It's not a nugget or a strip or, like, a chicken sandwich. It's a circle, like a chicken donut. And... It's like so. The, would you say that your wife is the, this week's effing idiot? <laughs> if you're listening to this, Hannah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's it's like the most. It's like an even worse form of a chicken nugget, if you can imagine that. Just uh, I don't know. It it makes me nothing makes me less proud to be an American than seeing one of these restaurants. 
both food items you've described at these places just sound so like intentionally unnatural. Yeah, they're both just <laughs> deformed versions, several steps removed from anything resembling human cuisine. It's the worst side of fast food. And that's why I'm glad neither of us selected them in our previous draft. Uh, so yeah, if you enjoy either of these places, frequent either of these places, or if you consider them edible, you are this week's FN idiot. Yeah, Hannah. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? Well, my FN idiot this week is more sports related. Uh, Novak Djokovic, who's a tennis player. Uh, <laughs> I love this. So he basically was getting sick of the coronavirus. He's in Serbia, and which is where he's from. And he decides, hey, you know what? Every Everywhere around here has been pretty safe for a while now. Like, let's do a tennis tournament to help raise money for charity mm-hmm. called the Adria Tournament. Great idea. Raise money for charity. That's not why he's the effing idiot. Well, basically, he held everything under normal tennis circumstances. They had... Multiple players comp- competing in this tournament. They had ball boys. They had referees. They had packed stadiums. They had everything. Oh. And just, I think, two days after the tournament, Novak Djokovic and his wife got coronavirus. Oh. No, you can't do that. Full. Yep. You said full fans and everything? Other people, yeah. <sighs> multiple other people got coronavirus as well. Wow. From this and so now there's this whole like and i don't know that much about it because i'm an ethnocentric american but there's this whole like blame game going on in serbia of like novak djokovic pointing his finger at people other people pointing their fingers at novak djokovic so on and so forth Mm. so my understanding is that it's just a big mess and that novak djokovic started it and more like novak jokervic Am I right? <laughs> the other joke I heard, and well, yeah, I, I heard this joke from Barstool Sports, so I'll give them the credit mm-hmm. um, on part of my take, but they made the joke that he's no-vax, as in like, no, uh, like anti <laughs> No vaccination, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. That's crazy. I that's had not heard that. That's my idiot. Yeah, that's a good choice. Wow. All right, Kyle, do you have anything positive or uplifting to share, or are you just a human black hole void of any emotion other than anger? Well, my silver lining is Marion Hosa, Blackhawks legend. He also played for the Red Wings for a year um, <laughs> to make it relevant for this podcast. Um, Blackhawks legend and played for Detroit for a year, whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. But just today, uh, time of recording... This is July, or not July, wow, June 24th. Mm-hmm. Marion Hosa was inducted into the NHL Hall of Fame, and I'm just super happy about that as a Hawks fan. Yep. Um, I was a big Marion Hosa supporter and fan, so I'm honestly, I don't know if you know about his end to hockey, but he basically had this really weird allergic reaction to like hockey equipment. I don't even understand mm-hmm. how that works. Um, almost like. You hear about people that get like 
procedures like uh, pacemakers or whatever that their body rejects because it's like a foreign object right it's almost like the hockey equipment which would not be foreign because it's an external object became like harmed his body i don't know how to explain it and this, yeah this silver lining is not supposed to be negative um <laughs> <laughs> but i just am really happy that he made it in because mm-hmm. he kind of had a unfortunate ending to his career yeah because of having to stop for medical reasons um but he was really a crazy good player and his signature moment probably on the black hawks was in 2010 the hawks first stanley cup uh run in the very first round of the western conference playoffs uh the blackhawks were facing the predators and they were i think they were already losing oh no i think i'm trying to remember i think the series was tied two to two and the game five was being played in chicago and the predators were winning um by a goal with like a few minutes left and Marion Hosa gets a five minute major for mm. boarding and he's put in and the, so the Hawks put pull the goalie uh, to put in the extra attacker but really it doesn't give him any advantage it just makes it even at five on five right and Patrick Kane scores his goal to tie it and then in overtime after Marion Hosa finishes serving his five minute major he comes out of the penalty box goes right to the net the puck finds him and he puts it in and the Hawks have a crazy come from behind win, mm-hmm. and it really changed the momentum of that series. And the Hawks went on to win the Stanley Cup that year. So, yep, Marion Hosa, you are my silver lining. Yep, well deserved for sure. And even me as a Red Wings fan, obviously the not having him as long. Yeah, good memories, great player. Uh, yeah, it's good. How many Stanley Cups did he win with the Red Wings? <clears throat> Zero. He was the one who went to the Penguins the year the Red Wings beat them and then switched, right? And yeah. then wasn't went to back to the Red Wings the year the Penguins beat us. So, yeah. But, yeah. Glad to see he did 1-1, even if it was with the Hawks. Uh, okay. My silver lining, which actually just happened today. So, I get here to record the podcast, go to the bathroom first, which is just a good idea because we're here recording for over an hour for each episode. And as I'm there, I'm just on my phone on Instagram because as you do while you're just in the bathroom doing nothing. Um, and I went on one of my favorite uh, bodybuilders, actually. He was on Facebook Live. And so I was like, oh, cool. I clicked the video, went on there, and you can just chat with them as they're on their live. He's doing reactions to people's comments. I make a quick comment, and he responds and just says, like, hey, Shane, you know, like something like that as he's reading through the comments. Yeah, good to see you or whatever. And then, so, yeah, then I – close my phone leave the bathroom come back in here and it's like i had that thought it's like how cool is it that with technology i could literally just quick bathroom break and have a back and forth with like one of my favorite athletes and then just just and then put my phone away and come back in here you know like yeah just cool one of those moments that makes you think like even though technology hasn't been around that long you almost get used to it and it was like a cool reminder of wow you could do some pretty cool stuff with this so yeah, it must be nice to have a functioning phone. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's a, this is really funny because you were just your vent sesh and mine were both about technology, and now you're silver lining. It's how great technology it's is! Also- <laughs> when technology works, it's awesome, and when it doesn't, yeah. because we take it for granted, it, it is a huge pain.
Well, technology, among other things, is what we're frustrated about today. What about you? Share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FN Podcast on social media or nationoffrustration at gmail.com or go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. And if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, everywhere you can get podcasts. And be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do, or you just enjoy hearing us gab, consider supporting the show on Patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo tip jar for a one-time donation. Every little bit helps. Even $1, also known as the price of a large soft drink from McDonald's, makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support. Now get out there and frustrate the hate. Look, if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Well, the MLB almost let it slip, but just like Shim... Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Shim Slady. (laughs) The Walmart brand Slim Shady.